Coming right here to drop the team. You know that it's the team of Queen B. Coming right here to drop the team. You know that it's the team of Queen B. Coming right here to drop the team. You know that it's the team of Queen B. Coming right here to drop the team. You know that it's the team of Queen B. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss V, Queen V, coming at y'all with episode 15. We rolling right on through these episodes. I had to count because I never say what episode we're on anymore. That's trifling. (laughs) I didn't know it was 15 episodes, though. Yay. Yay. Progress. Of course, y'all, we're back with the lovely V motherfucking goddess in caps. M's boss up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like when I say it, when I'm saying it in my head, I'm saying it the way that you spell it, and I see the MF, so it's like, these motherfuckers. Yeah, like I see it like I that. I want so. you to see the motherfucker. Motherfucking Hey guys, I miss y'all so much. I know that we dropped two episodes basically in the same week a few weeks ago, so. We hadn't bought new episodes to y'all, so I'm definitely excited to get back on in the groove and keep it rolling with these episodes. What have you been up to, Ams? Um, basically, I'm working on booties now, so yes. I'm just, you know, looking at ass all day. <laughs> like a little lesbian. Yeah, so Amber got the machine for like body sculpting, but it's like for your butt. It's a butt vacuum. It works. You want to get your... You don't need yours done. I would still like to try it. Bianca, what exactly (laughs) am I doing with that? Like, I need to be using the lipo machine to take the ass out. Right. The the cups, the cups for... They look, like, pretty small, but the results were real. Y'all make sure y'all hit up the Goddess Beauty Lounge, T-H-E-E, because, honey, get into them before and after pictures. (laughs) How can I do my own? Who gonna do I'm telling you, I'm gonna be your assistant, girl. I'm gonna be your assistant. I'm gonna learn how to sculpt the bootay to your liking. Would Would that be um strange for you to like? Cause you have to like massage people's ass first before you put the vacuum on. Like, just <laughs> no. I mean, I don't know. I'm not weird about bodies like that. I just feel like it's like another piece. I don't mind feet and stuff like that. I just... Oh, well, you do work with feet. But, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You have baby hands. So, keep those baby hands away from my clients. Okay. <laughs> I do. Thank you. <laughs> I'm wearing longer press-ons this week to try it. Let me see. Bianca changes her press-ons every week. And bitch, as soon as I wash a dish... These will be gone. Girl, I wear they my press on for five to seven days. Now that is with some maintenance put in there. But I do wear them for quite a bit because I traditionally don't get my nails done like that. Because I work, you know, with shoes and with people's feet and foot problems and all of that. I haven't been at work. So I do want some Banji Angie like long nails or some stripper nails what I call them I don't know anything that's over the top and dramatic I call stripper fashion <laughs> like when you're dressed like you know a certain way I always call it stripper fashion it's not a bad thing but yeah that's my name for it speaking of strippers <laughs> once again y'all I told y'all on the last episode I was pressed for P-Valley and whoo yeah. It has not been disappointing. Amber, are you watching P-Valley? I am. Of course I'm watching it. I did not. But like I said, I didn't know what 
It was like, I was like, I hear everybody talking about it. Let me put it on, but I hadn't seen previews. I didn't know it stand for Pinky Valley. Y'all know I call um a vagina Pinky. I didn't know that's what it stood for. So I didn't even know what to expect. I just put it on and that shit just smacked the shit out of me because Ooh, this last episode. Baby, spoiler alert. There is some homosexual sex going on in the latest episode of P-Valley. But, you know, guard your loins, honey, because... The show shows it all. I tell everybody, look, I don't know how you're going to watch it. If you're going to watch it on boot, I'm not condoning that. But watch this show any way you can because P-Valley was really, really good. I'm really not watching too much. I'm not really watching too much anything. I know you watch The Shy. You don't watch The Shy? I don't watch The Shy. I know shy. y'all watch The Shy. Bianca, like, are you serious? You sit in here and watch fucking cartoons with your, The Shy? I know. And I do. I watch a lot of dumb stuff. I watch a lot of documentaries and like I'll be like in here watching stuff about Hiroshima and stuff and I'm missing all the good stuff. Or uh, people watch. What's another one that everybody watches that I just do not watch? Um, I don't know because that's really all I'm watching. Yeah, I mean I finished Insecure whatever. I, I, I am watching Insecure. And did you watch um... What's the other Snowfall when I was in? Nope. My girl watches Snowfall, but I, I don't even watch. Snowfall is my that. favorite. Yes, y'all. It's been nothing going on but more Netflix and um chilling for me because I have basically put myself back on quarantine. I realized in the past couple weeks I've been, you know, doing some outings. I've seen family. We had Mass Nutton. I've done some outside you know, events, you know, we did this do it for the culture. I went to, uh, this past weekend and that was really good. It was like basically like a black love festival that one of my friends had in her backyard and it was really professional and really nice, but there was social distancing, but still, I just feel like I've been around a lot of people in the past couple weeks and it's time for me to bring it on down yeah a little bit (laughs) like you feel like you jumped off the porch a little bit yeah like i'm I'm off the second step at this point and (laughs) (laughs) i'm off the second step and like just reading like some of these um articles this young boy 17 lost both of his parents within four days of each other due to covid and the whole family tested positive and he was asymptomatic and the mother and father was the ones that came down with like the symptoms and had to end up going to the hospital and they died within like four days of each other. Did they have health issues you say? No, they didn't say there was any underlying health issues or That's so scary. Yeah. Like and it, they said it happened so fast, like the family was quarantining you know, in their separate spaces or whatever. And then the mother and the father, both, like, at the same time, just took a turn for the worse. And I'm like... That's so sad. Yeah, that's really, really sad. So, I'm just like, you know, I, I am asthmatic. And I have been doing a lot of moving around. And at this point, it's just best for me to take a couple weeks to go back to what I was doing before where I wasn't really interacting with a lot of people, mainly seeing you mm-hmm. and not even the rest of my family, really just seeing you. Like, I want to see my great-grandmother, but I really don't want to put her at risk being as though I've been around all these daggone people. Mm-hmm. So, 
I am missing, you know, like that aspect of, you know, being able to just see my family freely and stuff. So we'll see how this 14 days of quarantine goes. I don't. Do you, Are you really going to be in the house for 14 days? Well, as much as I can be, I mean, I'm going to still go to the store and do all that other yeah, stuff. This is a fake quarantine. This is, I mean, this is the quarantine I put myself under. Exactly. Some bullshit. So, I'm going to say at least for a strong week, I know I won't be going anywhere. Because I've been, you know, I've dined inside. We've dined inside somewhere. Now, granted, the restaurant was really nice. It was really clean. They totally social distanced everyone. But we have eaten inside, been to cookouts, been, you know, to functions, it's just been a lot and you know we're just not being as vigilant and the numbers are still creeping up people are still getting sick do not be you know persuaded that this is not a real thing i don't care if you care if you think that it's a a government setup or whatever when i'm hearing through the grapevine that somebody that i know somebody i know then died or they on a ventilator and all that mm -mm, mm -mm. true Mm mm-mm Y'all done scared me right on back in the goddamn house. Yeah. Got all these press-ons and nowhere to go. Is <laughs> <laughs> gonna be changing your press-ons every week? Uh, no, I'll probably just stock up on a bunch of them. Uh, I mean, I'd still get my toes done, but yeah, press-ons is pretty much the way to go for me right now. Oh my god! Are you gonna be on self-quarantine with me? How? I'm over your house right now. Like, <laughs> how are we supposed to do this? True story. Well, so I come, I, I'm at risk. I come out to your house because you want to Well, no, I'll come over to your house too, but I'll still be like on quarantine. Like, I don't want to see anybody. Y'all, I like don't I wanna, said, fake quarantine. I don't want to hit your J. I just want to keep me and my family safe. Okay? You go to bullshit. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Bye. All right, jumping right back on into the meat and potatoes this week. Um, I'm going to start with the history for today. Y'all know I love dropping my little history on y'all. On August 2nd, that's this week, not this day, James Baldwin was born um, 1924, and of course, we all know James Baldwin is a beloved writer, you know, to the masses, not just people of color, but, you know, his works will probably be read for hundreds of years from now because he's just that fucking great. So happy birthday to you, James Baldwin. You're the bomb. Also, this is not history, but it's going to be now because it's just happening today. Actually, a few hours ago. Um, if you haven't seen the coverage on this chemical blast, I would say that happened in Beirut, they're saying that there are 70 people dead and over 2000 people injured that some highly explosive ammonium nitrate that's been sitting in some warehouse for years, basically got unstable and blew the fuck up and they could hear the blast like 150 miles away. Wow, what's going to be the um, conspiracy theory on that? You know, I was looking for some some of it on the internet. You know, it's too soon to say, but I know there's a lot of civil unrest going on in Beirut right now. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I definitely have to research for myself. But although 
it's history now because it's something that has happened, but that is relevant today. I'm pretty sure if you watch any news, you'll hear about it. It's a lot, a lot of people hurt, injured, whose lives were affected by that today. So my heart goes out to those people in Beirut because they already have, you know, a lot of tension going on, you know, in their country. And now, boom, this. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you like you said, the conspiracy theories are going to be out because mm-hmm. that's just the way the world works. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this was set up or, you know, staged or, you know. That's the first thing I thought about. Me too. I thought it was like some terrorist stuff going on or, you know, religious unrest between, you know, I don't know exactly what's going on in their country, but they have been going through some turmoil and it's political. So mm-hmm. who knows what we'll hear in the next couple of days. So that's our little history tidbit for the day. In other news, I know y'all all have been keeping up on this Meg the Stallion, Tory Lanez business. If you don't know what happened, apparently the story is coming out that they were apparently dating each other. Yeah, um, they were dating. Supposed, which I mean, I didn't know. I thought they were hanging out. They did some music together. I just thought they were good friends. Yeah, I didn't even see that energy between them like that. I did, but I guess they kept it kind of low key. You know, I mean, he's really short, so I would keep that low key. I, that that really shocked me. Like, I didn't think she would date him. Right? Like, she has he has to come to like her kneecap. Yeah, like um, you're k- k- little. Like, but you know, those are the ones. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently they have been dating low key and they were at this pool party where Kylie Jenner was there, which um Megan is friends with Aren't Kylie they friends? Yeah, they're friends. Which is weird because she's also really close to Jordan Woods, but I'm right. Yeah, people already think that's shady. But um and apparently he was showing Kylie too much attention at this pool party or he didn't like the vibe between her and Kylie, him and Kylie. So they were in the car, got into some kind of altercation. Apparently, she got physical with him. Right. And she said she was getting out the car, she was leaving, and he shot at her foot. He shot her in So you did some bitch nigga shit. <clears throat> now, granted, I do not condone violence between a man and a woman, a woman and a woman, man and a man, whatever. I don't condone that. However, Meg the Stallion, she's called a stallion for a reason. She ain't no little ass bitch. Mm-hmm. She probably was welling on his ass like Rihanna did Chris Brown that day. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. That's what I read, but I don't know because she won't come out and say. And a part of me feels like that's why he's not being charged. With you know, I saw this lawyer talking about it on Instagram, and he was saying that. He hasn't been charged because she won't basically snitch. Right. It's probably because you knew he was fucking him up. But, I mean, she ain't deserve to get shot in her feet. But <laughs> he hasn't been charged because she won't basically come out and say he did this. So, they were like, if there's no video proof that he did it, he won't be charged because she won't come forward and say... This is what happened. I shouldn't have been laughing, but I was thinking about that scene in Harlem Nights when everyone was thinking about you got that shot scene. in that pinky toe. But and you know that's been on TV. Now I said they petty as hell. They're petty. They as ain't been showing Harlem Nights. Now the part about it that pisses me off. Well, one, the truth is gonna 
either have to come out or they're both going to be like, fuck it. Because, look, let me tell you something. Look, I know everybody done been there with their spouse or significant other at some point in time where you then swung that purse at that motherfucking nigga's head or some shit that you didn't want nobody to see. And y'all had to, exactly. And y'all had to make up the next day and say, damn, we was drunk, we was fucked up. Woody, 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 whatever. But... You know, this con- it opens up the conversation to how we treat black women when they, you know, cry out and say, you know, something has been done wrong to me. Or, mm-hmm. you know, Meg Thee Stallion has been very vocal about being frustrated at the memes and the jokes and, you know, this isn't funny and, you know, all of that. and And also the lack of protection for her as a woman you know for people to say she's lying or she deserved it or like whatever else like that's yeah she could have died like yeah you could have hit a main artery or something yeah thank god that that didn't happen because i mean where would she be twerking correct if she can't stand correct and the megan knees are part of her i mean them knees probably got shorts on them bitch As soon as I read it, I was like, oh, she got to sue this nigga because that's her money. Right. That's her money. And like now she got to heal now. I mean, already amidst COVID, it's already harder for um, artists to maintain because they're not doing shows. They're not touring. None of that. So they're trying to find a stay to stay, uh, find a way to stay relevant themselves. So for this press to be on her like that, ugh, it just fucking sucks. And as far as Kylie Jenner is concerned... I'm over her set anyway because you only want to be friends when bitches get put on. Because when she was rapping outside that car wearing that baseball cap with no nails on, gutter with it, freestyling, wasn't nobody even hearing her. Amber and I have been listening to Meg The Stallion now probably for like, I'm going to say a good four years, maybe Mm -hmm. even longer than that. Like when she first had nothing but... um videos on youtube with her freestyling in the car and you know doing her little videos around the way literally i would be showing her to everyone like watch this girl watch this girl she the next bitch i'm telling you she gonna be it's so hot like that though yeah and, and nobody was paying her no fucking yeah, Kylie, attention you wouldn't want nothing to do with with megan exactly until beyonce put her on probably with she savage shit when she seen her with jordan uh-huh. and i know all of a sudden you were kylie i mean that kind of did throw me off about megan but i guess you like they ain't none of my business both of y'all cool but and you know the story is probably true because since then i believe they've unfollowed each other yeah i mean mean, that could have been you know i would love to be a fly a fly on the wall just to hear you know was it like what was the argument between i mean probably she felt disrespected and was like nigga i'm fucking leaving you got me fucked up and he was like bitch you ain't going no fuck where they probably got the tussling but what the fuck was on your biscuit, Tori, where you thought that the only way out of this situation was to brandish your fucking weapon and aim it anywhere at on this woman's person? Yeah. Bitch, what if you shot straight through her motherfucking foot and now she can't get a pedicure, bitch? <laughs> or Or she got the permanent limp. Like, you could have done anything to this girl. Even if y'all had got the 
tussling or whatever the case may be y'all probably could have handled that shit in the car amongst yourselves and it not escalated or you could have just let her go the fuck home like she fucking wanted to bitch it's like what were you thinking pulling your gun out period period that, that's a, you're a bitch you was that bad you was that mad that's you're that little man syndrome. that's that that little man syndrome and, and i'm sorry that shit is real Little man syndrome is real. Some of these short niggas, you feel like you got to compensate and you want to put your hands on people and all that wild shit. You're going to fuck around, come up show. You do that shit around here. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, she probably was trying to do right and just wanted to roll out and defuse the situation. And he probably was that in his feelings. Probably booted up or some shit. Mm-hmm. And pulled out his fucking gun. Like, I, I really hope that he fired on accident. I hope that somehow, some way, it was an accident because I just—I feel like if it was an accident, he would have said something by now. I don't know. It's it's a dangerous, dangerous game, love and war. <laughs> I do wish uh, Megan the speediest recovery possible, and. For all the people out there that's making fun of her or saying that she's lying or whatever, you can eat a bag of dicks. And all of these men out here that, you know, y'all got something to say about her role, whatever, but y'all not calling Tory Lanez no type of bitch nigga or nothing. I haven't seen any of that on social media. Mm So, y'all need to do better. Like, these are people's lives. Even though they're out here for us to see, these are still people's lives like she's still a fucking person yeah that's what she was saying in her live and she said when she was crying and oh you watched the live yeah yeah, that like you know it's a joke for everyone so she's saying that she's really hurt you know physically and mentally or whatever and that's fucked up how long was her live i don't know she was on for for like 10 minutes or so oh okay i mean because she's probably at this point has to say something because I would want to defend myself mm-hmm. at a certain point in time. Like, I'm tired of seeing all this stuff on the internet. I'm tired of y'all talking trash. Just let me speak my piece. And maybe not exactly speak on it, but it was the same thing with Chris Brown and Rihanna. It was like we wanted to know the truth. We wanted to know what happened. Yeah, and we still yeah. don't know. We So, I feel like that about the situation. I don't know, but you see that, um, that Drea got fired from... Child. Yes, I saw that because she said some dumb shit out of her mouth. You wish a nigga liked you enough to shoot you, bitch. Well, go stand on the corner of Crenshaw, some motherfucker, <laughs> where ho. She said something else, some some joke or whatever. Oh, she said something about um, she thinks she's like they had like a, a Bobby and Whitney kind. She's like maybe they had like a Bobby and Whitney kind of love and it got crazy or something like that like well now girl with your coin exactly Rihanna not going for it you you better thank your little lucky stars that that's the only thing you got dropped from but still Fenty that's a big fucking deal and you're not shining 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 like you was before Mm -hmm. Drea so Mm -hmm. for you to even speak on the situation knowing nothing is private nothing stays hidden like Riri wasn't rocking. She was like, oh, no, bitch. Fire that bitch. Right. <laughs> she probably, it probably didn't even have to get to her I mean, before I someone. I mean, that makes sense, though, because, of course, Rihanna is not with the domestic violence after what happened to her. So how would that look that she's letting someone endorse her damn brand 
and and you talking about nigga shooting you in the goddamn foot right looking stupid oh my god you know what she deserved i don't feel no remorse for her whatsoever because you didn't just fucked up your back Look, let me tell you, you need me to be Angela Davis and be Mother Rock for the woman's movement, because you can hit me up, boo, anytime you want. But relationship shit is fucking tricky. Very, very tricky. I hope they figure that shit out moving on anyway. And other little entertainment gossip, well, not even entertainment gossip, um, I was reading a little Facebook not an article, it was a Facebook video that was circulating around where a young lady was upset because her husband's mother was riding in the front seat mm-hmm. of the car. Now, her whole thing was she basically went off and was like, every time I see your mom, it's always some shit. It's always something like, that's my car, you're my husband, she needs to get in the back seat. Now, where mama fucked up, mama's on the video all out the front neck rolling, talking about, yeah, I'm I'm here and I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm right here, yup. And he getting out the car looking like boo-boo the damn fool scratching his head. I thought you was going to eat the chips. <laughs> talking about, I love both of you. I love you and I love her. That's my mom. She like, first of all, I'm your wife. Secondly, you driving my car. I pay for. Now, your thoughts, Amber? Um, I want to know if the mom just simply doesn't get along with the wife. She doesn't like the wife. Or is this really a territorial thing? Are you one of those moms that don't want to let go of your son and you can't deal with the fact that he has a wife? Yeah. What is it? Is it or is it just really all around that you feel like, you're the mom and so you should sit in the front seat or whatever the case is like i want to know is there more to it you right. don't mess with the wife right or you just overbearing mom like what is it you know what that's funny because you know my mom our mother out of courtesy for your relationship is going to decide to ride in the back yeah, mom automatically will sit in the back if she's with her, Unless like, you say, like, right. Sit, you know, she's going to go to the back unless someone like Melissa, my girlfriend's going to say, no, 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 I'll sit up front. Right. You give them the option, but I feel like any mom should automatically, um, same, same for me. Yeah. Same, same for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, the thing about it is you get into age a little bit too because once your mother gets to a certain age, you know, you might not necessarily put her in the back seat, you know, like. But like, why? Because she's old as shit, she got to sit in the front. Is there a difference? I ain't saying put her in the middle of someone in the back, but right. why? Because she's older, she has to sit in the front seat. I automatically would assume that the wife would sit next to her husband in the front regardless. Right, right. That's I mean, why I'm like, she don't like the wife or is she one of those moms that just can't get over the fact that her son is married? Right. I I think it was more so she just, it was giving mama's boy vibes. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, Martin and his mama biscuits. It was like, you can't tell him anything about his mom because whatever she says basically goes but see that's when it's up for you to lead your relationship and say mom i love you but if, if she's having a problem with that 
it, it would be best if you just sit in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And if she has a problem with that now, she's showing you her true colors. And either she's going to deal with it or she's not. Because at the end of the day, I love you, mama. But when you get married, your spouse is your priority. Mm-hmm. And your mama could be mad and take her ass home. And you got to sleep next to this person after you done fucked it all up. She's probably one of them women that, that swear for now she's all into church and everything. And, you know, technically... By the Bible, your wife does come first. Yeah. So, man, why do you feel like you need to sit in the front seat? Right. Not even that, that you're adamantly in the front seat, basically rolling your neck and all this other shit. Like, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Now, on my end, I already know my partner's mother's not going to move because she doesn't respect our relationship in general because we're two really? women. It's because we're two women. You don't, so you you think in that situation she would do the same, like sit in the front? And yeah, I don't think, and, and I don't think it would even ever be a so discussion. She doesn't like respect you as her girlfriend. I mean, she respects me as a person, but she doesn't identify that this is my relationship that we've been in for seven years now. Like, and, let it go, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that you know, it's just like she's in disbelief that. You know, her her daughter's settled, that she's thriving, you know, she's happy, and it happens to be with a woman. So, if she gave me that window to be like, oh, I'm respecting you as her partner, it would be like her accepting, Mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, whatever. I'm sorry, baby, you're in this episode, but... (laughs) The truth will set you free. But, you know, it doesn't bother me because that's something that she has to overcome. So, I'm not going to, you know, tread on, you know, your beliefs or whatever it is because your daughter sleeps with me every night. Right. Period. (laughs) But, yeah, like, the comments on fucking social media, baby, the comments... First of all, you men are pussies. That's number one. That's what I seen. A whole lot of pussy ass, whole ass shit. What they were saying? I didn't read it. Men was men left and right basically saying my mama don't gotta move if she don't want to and this and that and the third and I'm like, Well, are you married? Like that's had to be single men, all these trash ass men out here in relationship, fake relationships. Oh my god, it was just so ugly but yeah that was it was spicy to me and I basically I I probably read through like a thousand comments because (laughs) the debate was hot 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 there was people bringing up scripture and people talking about age and the the relationship with the mother and it it just went on and on and on forever so if you have any perspective you know what's your thoughts or whatever definitely write into the show queenbtpodcast at gmail.com because that's a conversation that could literally just go on forever, never, never. Anyway. So, let me get comfy, comfy, cozy. Comfy is comfy word. Comfy. Are you serious? Comfy. Com- well, first of all, comfy. it's comfy. Where, why would you put a T in? Because I guess because, you know, but when I make up a word, it's a problem. Amber, repetent was never a word. Listen, it went with my poem <laughs> at the time. You just sat here and tried to make a word. <laughs> All right, I'll give you repetent. That, that one. I, don't, I still don't know what it was supposed to mean, but. Where the hell was that, is that poem? Because it was good. 
that was, it was a good poem. Mom was just talking about today how uh, she remembers, like, how she how much she used to write. There's so much poetry. Like, Amber and I used to write. We had diaries. We wrote poetry. had journals. Like, I guess, like, through the years, we just kind of got rid of stuff. But I know for a fact that I moved around quite a bit when I was in my 20s. I bounced around from pillar to post. And so much of my stuff got thrown away. Clothes, poem books, scrapbooks. I mean, all kinds of memorabilia from Girl Scouts, from me being in Spelling Bees, all types of shit that's just gone to the wind. Yes. So, I would love to know where one of those books were because the things you used to write, the lyrics. Yes. I used to writing songs. <laughs> Don't play with me. Uh-uh. I got here making some money because I was making real songs. Oh my gosh. Amber would make up songs. She would make up choreography. Like I'm going to sing y'all one of my songs one day because I know a couple by heart. Oh my gosh. Like, okay, sidebar real quick before we get into the topic today, which I am going to be talking about Moesha, y'all, because I know all of y'all been watching Moesha because it's fresh on Netflix, but sidebar. So. <laughs> Back in the day, Amber and I had bunk beds, right? And, like, we would entertain ourselves doing the dumbest stuff when we were supposed to be going to bed. Like, when Love Talking Slow Jams came on and your mom came in to make sure you wasn't listening to the radio because they was talking about freaky deaky adult stuff. Mm -hmm. So we had to entertain ourselves because we couldn't have the radio on, you know, after a certain time at night. And Amber (laughs) would always want to have, like, singing contests where like you would be making up a song and like we would have to make up a song and then sing each other the song and then both of us rate whose song right <laughs> and Bianca played with me every time I'll be sitting there pouring my heart out <laughs> be like Give, a 10 minute song giving it my all I'm talking about doing runs and shit <laughs> And then I will be finished my 10 minute song after I finish pouring my little heart out. And I'll be like, Bianca, okay, it's your turn. It made me so mad because I put so much effort into my shit. And I would say, Bianca, it's your turn. And you would sing what? We got fresh ideas, great values too, and giant. My giant. I'm gonna bust you upside your damn head right now. Before you walk about. Y'all, ain't that some trash? Amber would be like, I loved him. And yes. He was my boyfriend. I'm like, JC Penny. <laughs> <laughs> this hoe is disrespectful. Like, I'm like, I ain't playing this game with you no more. First of all, as an adult now, Mom, you were either dead sleep to the world or you literally just ignored the fuck out of us. Yes. Because we were loud and we talked like all night. Mm-hmm. Cracking up. Oh my gosh. That, that is, is so fucked up. So basically, long story short, <laughs> I won all the contests because <sighs> this bitch wanted to sing commercial theme songs every night. I'm like, are you for real going to do a song this time? I didn't make up not one I cannot song. think of one song you did. <laughs> and we couldn't see each other because we was on bunk beds. I was on the bottom. Bianca was on the top. <laughs> and I was down there just singing your it. heart away. Like, oh my God. And then we had like this little, um, the little string attached to our bunk bed. So yes. it sounded like a guitar when you did the little boy. She be strumming it. 
Oh my god. Anyway, <clears throat> back to the meat and potatoes. So, yes, everybody's been watching Moesha. Moesha, the eat to the. First of all, I never skip the intro. Never skip the intro. I don't care how many episodes I'm watching in a row. Now, Moesha, along with a couple of other shows, are coming back to Netflix as far as like girlfriends is coming on in like October and I think yes my girlfriend I'm not worried I'm not worried about Moesha in that forehead I want to see the girlfriend yeah yeah that's gonna be good so there's a lot of like basically like UPN is coming because I think the Parkers is coming and a few other shows now Moesha I'm not going to say it was a favorite of mine, but it was something that everybody watched and was familiar with when we was kids. There wasn't really anybody who didn't watch Moesha because we were seeing black kids on TV that looked like us, number one. And also the fashion, you know, it was relevant. Moesha came on in 1996. So that was really, you know what I'm saying, when you're about to get into the baggy whatever the layered clothes and you know all of that but looking back on Moesha now the fashion was so relevant and I can remember so many times watching it where I wanted Kim's outfit like I wanted it from head to toe but I was literally I talked about this on my Facebook the other day I was Kim Parker when I was a kid (laughs) why were you Kim Parker (laughs) I was Kim Parker I was loud I was the chubby girl I dressed crazy. I wore prints. I wore chunky heels and fashion tights and all that. Like, I really mm-hmm. dressed really, really weird in middle school, high school, like, weird. So, I gravitated towards her because she acted like me. Like, irritating. funny, bubbly. Yeah, like, I probably was a few people's irritating friend. And that's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... Literally, when I went to middle school, I dyed my hair blonde for the first time. And accidentally, I wore an outfit to school and I looked smack like DJNA off the Proud Family. Oh, sure did. And everybody. Yep, and the purple card. Then you had the nerve to wear your little. You know, we love the little cutout (laughs) at the top. The box. Yes, the box at the top. In the middle of your head with the ponytail. <laughs> the waterfall. It was like three sprouts of hair. And you had to have your perfect little box at the top. And I would wear that style with blonde hair dressed like goddamn Dijonet. So, yes, I was Kim Parker when I was a kid growing up. I didn't realize that until I started watching the show the other day. But, yeah. I think Moesha was like the equivalent to Blossom or... Clarissa explains it all, you know, the quirky young teenage girl, you know, getting into trouble and getting out of it and all of that. And those were the, the, the pros, like it touched on real issues like virginity and going to college and navigating friends and boys and all that. So it felt relevant on the surface, relatable, relatable. Yes. It felt real good on the surface. And Brandy at the time was so hot, you know, I want to be down, all that her music was doing so well. It was also like the first time you saw like 
a crossover that crossover artist like this is the girl's music we listen to and now she's on tv show so that was really you know why we probably watched it and the theme song was banging i mean i'm still amazed that those weren't real braids in her hair it was weird you didn't see that picture of the lace showing like someone has zoomed in on her picture. Hold on, hold on, the bitch. little tiny hold micros on. was uh, a wig. Oh, when she had the, when when she grew up, when she got a little bit older. I have to find a picture. Oh my gosh. Because when we saw Moesha, like you were so used to seeing her with braids that when the show came back later on with later seasons and she came out with like the pretenders and like had hair and you saw that five head, we was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, but we should have have braids. What? I saw her baby hair under the lace in the picture. I was like, please. oh, those weren't braids. Show me, please. Now, now that we got all the good shit out the way about Moesha, we got to get into some of the fuckery that is Moesha. Because, Motor. hold on. Oh, hold up, y'all. It was a wig the whole time. Girl, I'm looking at this picture. Oh. You have to post this. Wow. Definitely need to post that. I will be posting that. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my God. What lace? Okay. Anyway, so there was a lot of good things about Moesha. But whoever wrote the show, okay, I'm going to say this. In the, in the 90s, uh, sitcoms had very cookie-cutter stereotype characters like this is your funny one you know kim was the fat funny girl and you know uh niecy was like the you know dope sidekick i guess and then you have moesha you know the perfect one and then you have the bad boy q and then you have the good parent the bad parent whatever but it was a lot of shit first of all the fat shaming alone Early on in the episodes. Now, I've been skipping around. I watched basically all of season one. And I cringed watching it. Because there was literally a fat joke about Kim in every episode. Like, mm-hmm. yes. like, And it would be like low-key jokes or whatever. Like stuff about like her needing to go on a diet and all of that. And it would be like Moesha clowning her. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there was an episode where, like, Kim wanted to try for the cheerleading squad. And so, Brandy, Brandy, Moesha tried out with her. And Moesha didn't make it, but Kim did. Mm-hmm. So, Moesha being a selfish ass, oh my God, her being so selfish, instead of supporting her friend like she said she was doing, she gave her nudes, gave her attitude, you know, tried to play her or whatever for being a cheerleader all of that after well that's realistic because young girls that's that sounds legit i mean yeah it does sound legit jealousy. or whatever yeah like the jealousy and envy and stuff like that but i just felt like throughout the show nobody was ever selfish like that with her and it wasn't like anybody ever played you or left you or made you feel some type of way unless it was a boy because you wasn't shit with the niggas, truth be told. Mm. <laughs> you got played left and right, Moesha. Sure. Well, you got played left and 
wasn't giving. It wasn't giving, honey. Like you got played left and right or whatever. Her just her tasting boys was always terrible. He was my boo. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, he was cool and he early was giving thug love. He was giving stupid. I was looking for thug love after I saw Q. He was like, "You're shorty, you mad Why fine." Be like that, Q. <laughs> the hell, you talking about that boy? Big box head. head, right? Why you so young with a bald head, sir? I don't give a fuck. Talk to me, Q. <laughs> like, nigga, you showed up at high school with a baldy. <laughs> I wanted that bald head, bitch. I don't care. Like, he, the way he talked was right, right, yo, shorty. Like, that's what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> love. I mean, it was such her polar opposite that, you know, it was just, you know, crazy to That's me. That's usually how it is. A good girl with a bad boy. Exactly. But, yeah, like, Kim was the butt of so many fat jokes that it kind of irritated me as I was watching a little bit further and further because it was just like, this is supposed to be your friend. And even if the, you know, even if she did have to be the chubby kid, why couldn't it be somebody else? trying to play her and you sticking up for her as her fucking friend mm-hmm. because let me tell you one thing is for certain two things for sure i knew i was the fat bitch but none of my motherfucking <laughs> friends better tell me that hoe squeeze my ass up in this <laughs> bitch tell me i look cute with my cow print jacket and my cow print pants and my matching cow print bag bitch tell me i'm stunting you okay <laughs> In my cow print. Period. Head to toe. Yes, that was a real outfit for me. But also, again, the selfishness of Moesha, like the episode with the car. I couldn't even finish watching it. There was an episode where the father had bought her a cute little red Saturn, fresh off the lot or whatever, and she would not drive that car. 16 years old, your very first car, she was adamant about driving a Jeep and said that this car was not me. And ungratefully, through the entire episode, at every turn, told her father she was not going to drive this car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, y'all live in Crenshaw. Right. Like... Where are, what, what what am I missing here? She thought she was in yeah, yeah, you thought you was about to be on Rodeo Drive. No, bitch. No. That that really pissed me off. Her selfishness pissed me off. And another thing that pissed me off was like Hakeem. Like the level of broke that he was all the time. Oh, don't even get me started. On how Moesha was asking this nigga for her $20 back like she had gave him a stack. <laughs> One episode, she gave him $20 and was literally going around telling everybody that he owed her $20 and she wanted her $20 back. Girl, who the hell wrote this shit? I'm like, hold up the level of ghetto here, bitch. Over $20? Like, no. Sister, sister would never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? And I think, you know, of course, I can't charge that to the actors in the show. But, you know, because they did portray, you know, blackness in a good light and, you know, a lot of other aspects. But it's just like, come on, bruh. Like, you ain't got to have my man down and out that goddamn hard. I mean, we knew that Cole was broke, but... You know, it didn't feel like he was the broke one in the group, Martin. Yeah. Like, Cole was the broke one. Cole was driving his uh, P 
pacer or whatever and you knew that he was broke but it just didn't read the way that it did with Moesha it was like he was helpless and <clears throat> Frank the father won't shit <laughs> because you know that this boy is down and out and he comes over to eat breakfast at your house every day and dinner obviously you know that he doesn't have the means you know what I'm saying to feed himself or whatever you never saw his mother so you know his mother was either working all the time or just not in the picture enough to you know effectively take care of him and in a sense they became his family but Frank's ass kicked him out every chance he got get out my house get out my house bitch and go where there was an episode but he didn't have no damn lights where is he going so yeah there were just there were some inconsistencies or whatever the show did grow as it went on but like there was like one episode where the father like frank the father like he was he to me reminded me of like a caribbean father like very straightforward this is what men should do this is what women should do and he didn't really want any mixing of that Mm -hmm. and then like on one episode, his wife was, like, teaching the younger son, Miles, like, how to fold clothes and cook and stuff like that. And he was like, those aren't the life skills that a young boy should be learning at this age. You're confusing the young boy. I said, bitch, wait a minute. Hold on. For real? Hold on now. I haven't been getting into Moesha like that. Wait like a minute. <laughs> you need to get it. And, you know, it's stuff that you just definitely wouldn't catch on on watching it so young you wouldn't exactly just like you know just him talking about you know the the roles between a man and a woman and you know d who played his wife was a very strong character but it was like frank just never understood he never wanted to give in. He never wanted his daughter to date. And that's why her ass was always in trouble. Because she was just basically doing whatever the fuck she wanted to do. Well, I mean, it's really fathers out here like that. So That's what I'm saying. It is. There are fathers out here like that. And I felt bad for her in some regard. Because he just wouldn't evolve. He wouldn't change. He couldn't, you know, get with the times. You know, it just... Frank, Frank was off the chain. Well, let's talk about how the show ended. Yeah, so definitely got to get into that because Amber and I, like I said, I've been bouncing around a little bit. So as the show went on, you see Moesha go to college and you see her form new friendships and stuff like that. And so we watched the last two episodes today before we recorded because I was like, do you remember how the show ended? Mm -hmm. And... I didn't remember it, nor did Amber. So, somebody please tell me, let me know, inbox me, call me something. Let me know in which part and season did Hakeem and Moesha become a couple. When the rest of them niggas was dogging her out. Right. I mean, because that just... was like the last resort. Let me see what's up behind you. Shit. <laughs> these other niggas, it ain't working out. <laughs> so confused i was like I, I i fast forward through some of the episode and heard them calling each other baby and i was like hold on like is that like a friend baby no it's like this is my man mm-hmm. my man <laughs> yeah. when did that happen and y'all been friends for so long i'm sorry there there comes a time when 
you have crossed the line of being dateable to family. Like, this man ate breakfast with y'all every day, dinner with y'all every day. Like, it seemed more like family than her best friend. It was weird. I mean, like, they seemed like brother and sister, you know, when the show was like going on and on and on. So, like, I feel like he's the last resort. Like I said, it took for all these niggas to dog her out for her to give her. Because I do remember, I think that somewhere in there, Q dogged her out. I think several times. <laughs> I think several the times. Other guys, yeah. Everyone she dated, it didn't work out. Basically. So, that was weird. Not only that, so, in the last two episodes, uh, further down, Ray J comes to live with them as uh, the, the, the cousin or the nephew, Dorian. Now, there's a whole backstory with that because he, he, this boy got like two mamas or what, I don't know what the hell's going on. But, Ray J comes and now he's in some band or something like that. And the band wants something where they like basically gave him an ultimatum where they wanted only half of the band or something. I don't know. But something happened where he was supposed to go on tour. Something went haywire. He said he was in some deep doggy do and they kidnapped Miles, the little brother. Girl, I was asleep. Yeah, they kidnapped Miles' little brother. Now, the part that really pissed me off is that on Netflix, I don't know if this is in real life. Maybe did the funding get cut? Did y'all just say fuck it? Because the last episode of six seasons and from 1996 to 2001, y'all ended a show on Netflix with the boy being kidnapped and that was it. Yeah. that's why I woke up so I'm like I know damn well that's not how this whole thing about to end I mean I just knew there was going to be a to be continued at the bottom of that screen Mm -hmm. I just knew it they were like yeah Miles has been kidnapped end (laughs) what Hakeem and Moesha were moving in together everyone else was moving out going to college or whatever and yeah, it just basically ended with Lil' Kim showing up. Lil' Kim with her original nose showed up and had one of Miles' shoes in the bag and was like, you know, pay up or don't find Miles or whatever. Now, Miles is probably still lost. Right. <laughs> for all we know. For all we know, Miles is still out there waiting for someone to rescue him on the To Be Continued episode. Mm-hmm. And if there was another episode... Netflix, how dare you? <laughs> right. The unmitigated goal, the audacity. Like, you literally, y'all. Let's look it up because I need to know. I need to know. I need to know did they find him? Did the funding get cut? What happened to Miles? I need to put that on a t-shirt or something because <laughs> that was really effed up if that's how, I mean, the buildup of that, like, for instance, when Martin went off air, it felt final. Yeah. The, I remember the last episode. I cried. Even as a kid, I cried watching the last episode of Martin. So you mean to tell me a show that went from 1996 to 2001 with six seasons, all with 20 plus episodes. You know how many episodes they filmed of that shit? 20 plus episodes on every season ended with a to be continued that never continued, bitch. I was spent. So that was it. 
six seasons and it said that it um got canceled because of the ratings dropped and UPN decided not to renew or air the seventh season. Okay, so there was a seventh season, but they didn't even air it. Right. Oh, that's tacky. I mean, it had gotten a little bit. There was, you know, once, first of all, Kim Parker made the show. She made the show. She was funny. Her timing. She was really funny. Now, Nisi stepped in after that to be like that comedic sidekick role because Brandy's very flat. Mm-hmm. Let's just call a spade a spade. She's very flat acting. It was like the baby Moesha voice yes. the whole time. Like, you know, like, that's not funny. So, there had to be some, you know, funny aspects to it. And Kim really provided that for the show. Hakeem did too, but Kim carried a lot of the early seasons. So, I employ y'all to get your Moesha on. But after knowing that's how it ended, Netflix, why did you even agree to put that on? Right. There was no finality to it. Like, yeah. That just pissed me off. And the fact that I know that there is some secret seventh season that nobody ever saw. I mean, damn. Could Brandy get a wedding song like Jamie Foxx? Did they get married? Did they go on? Did she graduate college? Did my, I mean, well, I, I have so many questions. Y'all could have let one episode go by. And y'all could have started the episode. And it could have been like five years later. And you could have just... Summed it up what everybody was doing in 22 minutes and just let that be that. So, UPN, you patty. It did say, you know, it was abruptly, you know, ended and um, the plot line was left unresolved by the end of the season. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow. Like the build up, that's like not having no finality to Buffy the Vampire. Are you, are you, are you kidding me? Like, that's me watching Charmed and not getting to the end of anything. Like, you got me fucked Well, it looks like they up. still posted it because it said Moesha was nominated for 32 awards and won three. Two NAACP Image Awards, Shine Awards. So, it said it had an impact, a cultural impact. It did. I, Moesha was different for the times because before that we were seeing like cookie cutter families like you know uh family matters and uh what's that other one it was a bunch of it was like a family whatever but you were seeing you know some of the problems that they were going through were more like family issues where this one was like really focused on like teenage issues to me it was like an upgraded sister sister in terms of some of the the Things that they were dealing with. They took a more adult approach. Oh, and that's probably because it wasn't on Disney or nothing like that. It was on UPN where they could kind of, you know, push the boundaries or whatever. But, like, 2020 now, I know that a lot of that shit that i seen and peeped on Moesha would not fly today. Definitely. Not at all. This is 2020. We have morals and standards, honey. We are... We, 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 we get culturally soft a little bit when you, the, the fat shaming and all that shit that's just yeah. not cool now. Mm-hmm. They called Kim broke and y'all just, it was but, bad. But I mean, Nisi was the dumb one. Right, she was. She was the dumb one. But that kind of didn't put, like, when I was looking at it in the beginning of seasons, she didn't do a lot of talking, Nisi. She didn't do a lot of talking until I think 
more like later on when like Kim wasn't there. And that's another timeline I need to figure out. When did she leave? Where did she go? Because I know that they had some friction with her, yeah. uh, with Countess Vaughn on the show as well. But, y'all. I mean, and they went on to the Parkers, so. Right. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe they were starting the Parkers or whatever, which was ten times better than Moesha. And you could really see like the evolution of oh, like. Hey, mama. Or was it, dang, mama. <laughs> <laughs> you supposed to know that's you. Join up. Her little feet under the, um. I cannot. <laughs> I wanted those shoes. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> yes, but yes, get into it. I can't wait for, um, girlfriends to come on. That is, like you said, that's what I'm waiting on. Amber, all you want to do is sing the theme songs. The theme song. See? <laughs> it's important. The theme song. The, the theme song is important. I probably would have never watched one on one if the theme one song wasn't. On yes, I wouldn't have watched that. Uh, Moesha, I probably still would have watched that. But the Parkers had a lit theme song. I'm trying to think. Your favorite proud family. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, so yes, I never skipped that either. And even um, what was uh. Remember that show, and they were sisters or whatever? Like Half and... Half and Half. Is that what it's called? That's a dumbass um, title, but... Yeah, it, it was dumb, but the show was good. The yeah. show was good, but... They ain't saying nothing about putting Half and Half on there, did they? Was that on the list? I don't think so. I need to go back over the list, but um, if there's anything that y'all are waiting, you know, to talk about any new um or old sitcoms that drop on Netflix or Apple TV or whatever... Right now, we're all in the house. This is what we're doing. We're getting in a lot of TV and everything. So, please, please, please. Everyone always hits me up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People always hit me up and ask me, uh, you know, what I'm watching because I watch a plethora of things. But if there's some gem in there somewhere that I need to watch, please let me know. Amber, are you going to watch more Moesha? Um... I was already, you know, I think I would want to watch from beginning to end because I've been watching, Moesha's been coming on like BET Her or some channel that I have, so randomly at night I'll put Moesha on to go to sleep, but it's been skipping around, so I would want to see it from the, from the beginning because some of the stuff that you're talking about, I didn't even realize, yeah. so I don't think I've seen the earlier episodes. I started from one, and I'm going to go on because it gets a little bit boring, I think, in like that three, four season range and I can understand why the uh, ratings probably started dropping a little bit but yeah I definitely oh yes okay so yes it said Moesha yes the game sister sister girlfriends the Parkers half and half and one on one are all coming to Netflix I like one on one me too the Parkers I always watch it on BT anyway Um, but the game was my show the Parkers I'm not even going to get into that either because it's, it's just too much. The same way how it was with Kim and Hakeem. He didn't want Kim until she was with somebody else. Which was the same way it was when Dijanae was with Sticky and Probably. <laughs> oh, so they just played her all the way around. I understand. Mm-hmm. Anyways, y'all, we're going to wrap up with a spotlight this week on a black business. Um, I am so happy, like I said, to be back talking to y'all this week because I was bored. I was, I was truly bored. I, I've, I've partied myself out. 
I had Hennessy heartburn. <laughs> I am done. I'm on detox right now. I have not had any wine today, anything Ooh, to drink. Yes. I did a sober pod today. Yes. Yes. Now y'all know we 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 are uh definitely 420 friendly. We always gonna do that. But yes, we're a sober pod today, which is if you're on your own journey, shout out to you. Uh I might need some encouragement in the days ahead. Girl, I'm glad you woke me up because whatever you gave me to knock me out. Exactly. So, had to keep the party going somehow. <coughs> had to do what I had to do. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, this week I'm highlighting one of the businesses that I actually got a chance to shop with at the Do It For The Culture um, Festival, which was Everything Hippie. I absolutely love the brand. Um, the owner I spoke to, she does t-shirts and tie-dye and, um, of course, everything says everything hippie on it, but she does, like, the bucket hats and the dad caps and, you know, the, the bleached, distressed look, but first of all, she told me that she recently just quit her job. That she went all in, that she's been doing this for quite some time. I know everyone follows everything hippie because she has almost 10,000 followers on Instagram. So she is locally um, well known. It's everything underscore hippie, H-I-P-P-I-E on Instagram. And she just very genuine and everything is handcrafted. It looks like she took her time. The quality is there and she gives out little pins and stickers and, you know, other little incentives. And I don't think that she's too um, overly priced or anything. It's definitely worth the labor and the quality of the product down to just the material of the t-shirts that she was using. Like I, I bought my girlfriend a hat and a t-shirt and she actually wore it this weekend and looked really really cute like yeah she had a nice outfit, yeah, she had a nice outfit on she was like do i look dumb and i was like no i mean it was a lot of pattern going on but it worked and she looked damn good i wish i could just boop, put a picture up there but the owner she was very humble i did not catch her name but i did shop with her again Go visit her on Instagram. I believe she has a link to her website, but it's everything underscore hippie, H-I-P-P-I-E. She was so humble and just gracious, and it was quality stuff. So I need to cop me some of them bucket hats because she says they go super fast. I've never worn a uh, bucket hat. I haven't either. I mean, my head is really big, but when you see them, you got to look up the... (laughs) You got to look it up, Amber. Like, the bucket hats are cute. And I, I to me, the bucket hat is very DC. But I know they wear bucket hats in other places. But I just feel like DC is still, you know, rocking the bucket hat stuff. Like, you don't see bucket hats. Yeah, you don't see bucket hats when you go to, like, New York and stuff like that. Like, you used to, like, in the 80s. That's really, like, a city thing. Bucket hats and New Balance, I guess. I don't but, think the bucket hats for me, but they're all yeah, like the tie-dye stuff looks really nice. So, make sure y'all go ahead and visit her on IG. Wrapping it up this week, if you have listened up to this point, you're crazy because Amber and I have absolutely no sense. And right. we love you for it. Thank you for rocking out with us, for being there. We're only 15 episodes in and we have, you know, 
a thousand more to go. We are not going anywhere. So y'all need to make sure that y'all keep coming back, that y'all follow that link and you hit that support button. I don't care if it's 99 cent a month. Anything that you contribute to this podcast gains visibility, helps us be put on more platforms. I believe right now the Tea with Queen Bee is available on seven or eight platforms. I haven't made it to Apple Podcasts yet, but it's coming. Um, other than that, I really do appreciate y'all's support. We're actually about to get into some live podcasts soon. So if you tune into our craziness every week, get ready to see it live and in living color. Baby, I know you want to see this face. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a whole lot of face to see, baby. Oh, but- <laughs> my God. Unbelievable. Fluff is in. Um... But yeah, (laughs) we're about to do a couple of live shows. We're about to start this YouTube channel. Things are really rolling and I cannot do that without you and your support and your sponsorship. Again, click that link to support us. 99 cent, 4.99, 9.99. Look, I don't care what you pay. Support is support. Just by you coming here to listen to us every week, every two weeks, however often you get around here, we do really really appreciate you again the inbox is always open y'all know i am on facebook and instagram and things like that whatever blah 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 i'm gonna try to get a discussion board going soon because i feel like we should be able to dialogue and talk about you know some of the things that we've spoken about on the show as always, I tell y'all to email me, give me your letters, your questions, tell me what your boyfriend did, how he fucked up, queenbtpodcast at gmail.com, that's queen, the letter B, T-E-A podcast at gmail.com, Amber, follow her business page, The Goddess Beauty Lounge, that's T-H-E-E, Goddess Beauty Lounge. Right now. Right, motherfucker, now. I have specials going on, so if you want to enhance your buttocks, I'm doing butt vacuum therapy. It sounds funny, but it works, so if you want to drag a wagon, I always say. I'm going to get one anyway, even though I got a big booty. Oh, God, you're so greedy. That's just so greedy. It's bad enough I don't have anything, and you over here just... Being extra, bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble butt, but that's 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 hot business. Definitely hit her up because the before and after results had me like, bitch, what do I need? Hello, but yes, I love y'all for free. Much love and light to y'all, and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.